Episode 209. Anyway, it's a crazy talk episode. That's really setting the tone for what's to come, so strap yourselves in. <laughs> Lots of dribble, as you can tell. I'm already spitting on the mic. And uh, lots to lots to talk about in this episode. Uh, let's keep on point on topic. You know, we'll hit some world news, bit of Corona talk. Actually, I won't talk about Corona too much because there's enough uh, social commentary out there, enough people, enough experts, social media experts uh, weighing in on their opinions uh, from all walks of life. And I tell you what, I'm uh, I think I'm getting sick just from uh, reading all the garbage online from uh, from this whole thing. So I think that's more painful than probably actually contracting the virus. But uh, anyway, it is what it is. But I think I mentioned last week, we were starting to see this, the, the beginnings of this this chaotic time that we're, we're now starting to fall into and, you know, the, the whole toilet paper shit and all that sort of shit. Um, and, and I sort of mentioned, I think some things were starting to get cancelled and I was like, yeah, get ready. There's going to be more. Well, here we go. Uh, Pretty much everything in the world is being cancelled or postponed at the moment. Um, I thought it would only be a few things here and there. A few, I was I was predicting download would definitely get cancelled, and sure enough, it did. Um, that was a weird one actually, because I think the headliner might is it My Chemical Romance. They cancelled all of their touring um, because of the virus, and because basically everything else in the world was starting to be cancelled and postponed, and so they did it. And then Download put out a statement, uh, basically blaming well. I've got to be careful because I, I don't, it was just the way I read it and the way that it was worded. It may sound like the only reason they were cancelling the festival is because My Chemical Romance pulled out and they didn't have enough time to get another headliner in. And because it's a headline, it's a draw car, they would have had refunds, et cetera, et cetera. And so they had no choice but to pull the festival. And to me, I'm thinking, well, you probably should have been doing that anyway. Uh, you know, this whole you know, coronavirus thing, you know, maybe, uh, maybe a duty of care, a bit of social responsibility. Um, and I'm sure it would have happened anyway, had the whole lineup still been intact, but, um, it was just an odd way of them wording it. I think I would have been a little bit more, I don't know, uh, a little bit more socially aware and at least make a little bit of an acknowledgement to the health of well, health and well-being of other people as well. Um, so I don't know, it was, it was a weird one, the way that they wrote it, but anyway, download got canceled. Um, so that freed up, uh, my weekend next weekend. I don't know what I'm going to do then. Probably just sit at home and self-isolate. Um, but, uh, everything else got canceled. Uh, Dark Mofo down in Tassie, they've canceled this year. They just realized, you know, uh, it was, it, that, I mean, that's not until June, but, um, I think they sort of realized that there's, there's a lot of buyer confidence and they've got to rely on a lot of sort of, uh, you know, tourism and accommodation and people coming down, et cetera, et cetera. And they're going to lose millions of dollars. So it was a it was better to be safe than sorry. Um, and they kind of got in early, which I thought was quite quite good of them to do it the way that they did. Um, and and then just everything else, just everything else just imploded. I mean, when when I saw the NBA, like in the States, like their their National Basketball League, league just completely stop and they postponed and players started to contract the virus. And I thought, now we, now we mean business. Like if, if uh, a league like that to the size that it is and the money that that, that league generates – makes that decision to postpone things, you know, things are getting serious. Like they're getting pretty serious here. So it just became the sequence of events. Everything started just to, just to be canned. Well, mates of mine that, 
um, you know, hit hit the states to do touring. Um, you know, I think Aversions Crown did one show uh, um, at the you know the start of their however many 20, 30, 40 odd dates in North America, whatever it was, and uh, they did one show and then they're on a plane back home and they just got back home uh, this weekend, and just because of. Uh, the the virus, but also just venues closing up and not being able to host shows and uh, you know limits on the amount of people that can be in venues and all this sort of stuff and just logistically it was a bit of a nightmare and I think that's what a lot of other bands and uh, booking agents, touring companies have have noticed and so pretty much everything is getting cancelled. So just a really weird time that we're in at the moment and it's only gonna. I, I, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, there's a lot of panic out there, a lot of misinformation, a lot of really fucking dumb opinions uh, from your everyday fucking lounge chair experts telling everybody what they should and shouldn't be doing. Um, some real like irresponsible commentary out there, which um, I think there's there's certainly a, a time and a place to joke about stuff. But I think when you start to pay out on other people's uh, conservative decisions to maybe not attend things or not go out or maybe just uh, take an extra level of uh, hygiene and maybe sort of fall into the whole germophobia sort of uh, space. You know, I think I think that's probably a little bit unfair for people to sit back and point fingers or take the piss out of other people and, you know, or making too light of a situation that ultimately we really don't know to the extent. I mean, it's, it's better to be safe than sorry. So I'd rather people not panic as far as going into stores and raiding the the toiletries aisles and things like that and starving sort of, you know, the more vulnerable vulnerable people of the vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable. Yeah, okay, great, Andy. Uh, the more, unfor- more vulnerable people in the community who can't get in there and fight, you know, their way down the aisles to get a roll of toilet paper or whatever it might be. But um, I do think that people need to be on alert and and taking some precautions. And, uh, you know, if it means locking yourself up for a couple of weeks and just chilling out and and not going out and hanging out with crowds of people, then, you know, what well, I think uh, I think we'll be in a better a better space for it. So lots of big decisions need to be made um, or continue to be made over the coming weeks and potentially months as well. Um, lots of gigs still happening. Um, and to be honest, I went to a gig last night. I saw pod people play in Enmore, which was really cool. It was fun. Um, but today just watching the world sort of digest uh, these changes and this stuff that continues to change, you know, minute by minute, um, I started to feel bad that I even went out last night and started interacting with people. I mean, it was a tiny little bar, really small place, the highway bar, bit of a shit venue, to be honest. I mean, I'd never play there myself, but I guess you need venues. I mean, I, I can't really bag a venue out. It's providing a, a place for bands to play music, but man, <laughs> it's a, it's a hole in the wall. Um, but you know, this tiny place and just, you know, packed with people in close proximity. And I just thought, oh, I probably shouldn't have gone out really. Um, it was probably a little bit irresponsible of me to 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 be in there in case that who knows maybe I'm carrying the virus and I don't know because it takes I don't know how long it takes it takes you know a few days or a few weeks a couple of weeks or whatever it might be before you actually start to feel any symptoms so who knows I could have gone in there uh, completely infected and not 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 known uh, so yeah a bit of uh, a bit of self you know sort of awareness and some responsibility, I think uh, I need to be a little bit more in tune with that. So I felt felt a little bit guilty today. And I mean, maybe the hangover probably didn't help either, but um, certainly made me think a little bit more about what I'm going to do over the coming weeks. And depending on, you know, how further this escalates, 
um, you know, months, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, thinking about a number of different things that I choose to do uh, sort of in the near the near future. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm sure there's enough stuff online. Everyone knows that that's what all the world's talking about at the moment. So, and I've spoken way too much about it already. So anyway, the world's shutting down. Um, it'll give me an excuse to to read a bit more, watch a few more documentaries, and actually not have any uh, other real responsibilities for a little little bit of time, you know. So I'll, I'll try and find the silver linings in these situations because there there will be heaps. And I think I mentioned in the last uh, Crazy Talk episode, uh, you know, there's opportunities out there, and maybe. And not to take advantage of of people or anything like that, but I think there's there's definitely opportunity when when there's uh, some some dramatic change that happens, um, an unexpected change. And I think um, there'll be some very smart people out there that are able to make the most of these situations. And so I think everyone sort of needs to have a bit of a glass half full mentality with this. Um, obviously, be very very cautious about what you do and and doing the right thing and not being a grubby cunt. Um, but I think uh, just sort of looking at it and going, okay, what what can I do to make the most of, of the situation that I'm in? And I think that'll take a lot of the the stress and the anxiety uh, off us individually and hopefully just keep everyone relatively cool um, and calm during this weird, weird time. So um, anyway, uh, so what else has been going on apart from that? Um, I went and saw Kit Winger. Speaking of gigs, I went to another gig um, on Wednesday night at the factory. Um, so I think I mentioned uh, last episode about the Melodic Rock Fest and the cancellations, blah, blah, blah. And and I was planning to go and see Kit Winger, but uh, still not 100% of what was happening there. I think I was talking about the tickets as well. So um, I think pretty much as soon as or when this episode came out, um, last week's episode came out, I should say, uh, the tickets got slashed in half or more than half half price. So there were 30 bucks a ticket. So, um, you know, you can't say no to that. So um, it ended up being an all right turnout. I didn't think, I thought it was going to be very awkward. Uh, the factory floor is a very small venue um, in Marrickville in the inner west and um, really cool opportunity to see an intimate show with Kip Winger, which, you know, amazing musician and, you know, a guy who's just been around the traps for for a few decades now and done heaps of great stuff, obviously with Winger and played with, uh, with Alice Cooper. And he's done some great solo stuff and he's pretty sure he's done some stuff on Broadway as well. And just, he's been around the traps and just an incredible musician. So, um, great opportunity to be in a small environment with him, but I was really worried that it was going to be like, I don't know, 15, 20 people because it, it was not advertised at all. Like apart from some Facebook, you know, promotion, um, I saw nothing anywhere else. Um, which doesn't mean that there wasn't any other promotion, but I certainly didn't see any. So I was a bit worried that no, no one would show up, but, um, I think maybe, there might, might've been a hundred pairs maybe, yeah, possibly. But, um, it, the good thing about the room is it's small enough that you could get a hundred pairs and it's, it's pretty, pretty cozy in there. It's pretty good. So, um, great show, like a fantastic show. Uh, just, um, he played a whole bunch of, uh, winger songs off the first three albums, uh, played a bunch of solo stuff. He did this really, um, he did this song that he wrote for a production, a theater production. I can't remember what it was called, but, um, he had a little, like an iPad thing in front of him that he had hooked up to the PA and he had the music playing in the background and he just sang it. Um, and it was incredible. I've not seen a vocal performance like this in a long time. Um, just, and this is coming from a guy who just thinks John Farnham's the greatest vocalist of all time, which is hundred percent correct. But, uh, this was like, like everyone around us was going, wow, like what the fuck was that? That was so good. And then I'm thinking in the back of my head, I've got to find this so I can hear this like, I'm, you know, on Spotify or whatever. And then he said, 
I'm sure it's, I don't know where it is. Anyway, he, he said that it's all on Spotify, but then he said he wrote all the music and then he had other singers sing on it. And there's uh, apparently a guy from Sydney who, um, uh, you know, does uh, theater productions, blah, blah, blah. And he sang on that particular song and it kind of went, oh, well, if it's not Kip singing, I'm probably not terribly interested in hearing it because that was the whole thing. Like, that's why it was so cool to see Kip sing this song. Um, but I'll, I'll have to find the name for it. I'm sure somebody out there listening knows exactly what I'm talking about and is just laughing at me trying to trying to describe it. But um, I'll try and track it down and see if I can uh, find it. But it's whatever, I don't know, it's it some sort of theatre production that um, that uh, Kip wrote the the music for, uh, for, for this play or whatever it was, musical or some shit. So certainly not an area that I'm well-versed in, as you can tell. But um, yeah, really, really cool. So great night. Um, B.B. Steele, um, old school uh, Aussie rock band from uh, Melbourne opened up. They were okay, um, not too bad. Um, they're very Def Leppard-esque. And um, uh, when I looked them up online, apparently uh, old mate, what's his name? The guitar, one of the guitarists from Def Leppard, Phil, is it Phil Collin? Phil Collin or Phil Collins? I always get, anyway, whatever. Phil from Def Leppard, uh, he either produced or mastered like their one of their EPs or something like that back in the day in the late 80s or whatever. Um, and they were sort of tailored to be a little, very influenced by Def Leppard. So when I sort of read that, I thought, okay, that makes sense. That's why they have so many guitar uh, licks and then vocal harmonies and things like that, that are very, very, very Def Leppard. Uh, so they were okay. They weren't too bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kip, Kip certainly, uh, was the, uh, the big highlight of the night, of course. And, uh, afterwards, um, the, I don't know who these guys are, but the promoters, I think from Melodic Rock Fest were there with Kip, um, doing these, these sideshows. And one of the guys came out and said, Oh, Kip's going to come out and, uh, and get photos with everybody. So just we'll, we'll make a line and just, you know, don't, don't, don't waste any time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. We've only got so much time we can do this. And I kind of thought for a moment, I thought, you know, nah, I'm not going to hang around. I'm not going to, not going to sit in the line and get a quick photo. It's just churn and burn moment. And, and some mates that were there, um, shout out to Mitch and Doug from Hermina. They were, they were there and they were in front of me, uh, enjoying Kip and they, they hung around and got a photo with him and it looked really cool. I mean, he's such a nice guy. Like I was just, he, the way he interacted with the crowd, spoke with the crowd, um, just acknowledged everybody in the room and then obviously putting on the performance. He just seemed like the coolest guy out there. He's like one of those guys where you sort of go, oh man, I wish he was my mate. Like I wish, I wish I could say that Kip Winger was my mate and you could just hang around and just chat and shoot the shit. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I always feel weird in these meet and greet sort of situations, whether it's a paid one or just, you know, in-store signings or whatever it might be. Cause you just you're just in the mass, you're just sort of churning through this line and there's no opportunity to sort of really connect or, and I'm sure it's nice for Kip to be able to have you know, people coming up and saying all these nice things, but I just thought, oh, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get anything out of this. And I don't really want the trophy of just a photo to say, Hey, I've done it. So, so I left and went home, but, um, I did flick Kip Winger a, a message to say, Hey, um, if you're hanging around Sydney for an extra day before you, you jet back to Melbourne for, for the next show, um, would be keen, very keen to do a podcast, but um, he didn't reply. Damn. So anyway, I thought I might get lucky. I thought I might get another, another white snake, uh, uh, luck of the draw there, but, um, no, but you've got to be in it to win it. So maybe next time, um, maybe he saw my, uh, last crazy talk episode where I was just hanging shit on melodic rock fest and thought, no, nah, I don't want to be associated with this guy. He's a, he's a hater. <laughs> so who knows? Um, but yeah, great show. Uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed that one. So, uh, and uh, there was sort of pre, well, it wasn't pre-coronavirus because it's been around for a while now, but it was it was sort of 
still early days where people really didn't know to the extent, well, at least in my world anyway, in my head, I didn't really know to the extent, but um, maybe even Wednesday was a bad idea to be going out in, into public spaces. So maybe uh, still too late by that stage, but um yeah, uh, so between that and the gig last night, um, I think uh, I think that's it for the time being. I'm not gonna not gonna go anywhere. No local shows. Um, as much as you kind of want to get out there and support, uh, you know, local artists and the venues and the people that are getting paid and employed. I just I think it's probably better to just take a step back and just better be safe than sorry. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So no more no more gigs for the time being. Um, catch up on some other shit and, and Hey, I can do more podcasts. So even better. Um, okay. I put out the uh, latest social newsletter that came out on Thursday last week. So, um, if you're not on my mailing list, go over to andydowling.net and you can sign up on there or andysocial.net. There's a little pop-up window and you can just add your email address in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, sent that out. Not as many, uh, uh, reply emails, um, giving me shit for clogging up their inbox. So, uh, slightly better response this time, but, um, yeah, really good. Um, I had some really, really positive feedback from that, uh, from the first newsletter and this one as well. So I've got some more ideas for next month's newsletter and I'm starting to get a little bit more of a, a vision of where I want it to go over the coming months. So, um, I'll be finding extra things to put in there. There's some stuff that's always going to be repetitive in there, like the usual plugs and buying shit and the usual links, et cetera. But, um, I, I'll try and make it more informative, more interactive and some dumb stuff in there, some fun stuff, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'm just going to, it's going to be a mix mash, mix mash of all sorts of shit. So, um, but yeah, happy. I actually followed through and got the second one out. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll see how that one all goes. Now, if, um, if you glanced over it, you may have seen that uh, there's a couple of things in there that are worth uh, paying attention to. One, which may not happen now, uh, especially after the last sort of uh, last two or three days, um, is the next podcast meetup, which at the moment is planned to be the 28th of March, Saturday the 28th of March at Pump House uh, in Darling Harbour at 2 p.m. So it's Saturday the 28th of March, 2 p.m. And um, yeah, come along to that and uh, have have a couple of drinks with me, um, or soda water, or whatever. I already know a few people that are planning to come, so they'll be really good. And um, but at the same time, uh, just keeping on topic uh, with what we're saying before, uh, we'll play that by ear. So if I'm getting a little bit closer to that, and things have gotten worse uh, in the world around us, or you know, in in Australia, or whatever it might be, um, and it's still pretty bad, then uh, or getting worse, then I'll I'll probably pull the pin on that one. But um, I just don't really want to encourage. Uh, even though probably only be a few people, I just, I don't think, uh, and I don't think, I'll, oh, hang on, I can't talk on behalf of anybody else. I don't think I should be hanging around in pubs, um, at the moment and just in prox close proximity to other people. So, um, if we're still on that theme come the end of this month, then I'll, I'll can or postpone, uh, the podcast meet up and push it back a month and just uh, reevaluate and see how we go. But at the moment, uh, Saturday, the 28th of March, 2 p.m. Pump House at Darling Harbour. I'll make another mention of that uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks anyway, just to keep everyone in the loop. Um, but yeah, hope to see you there. And uh, yeah, it should be, uh, uh, I want to keep them fairly regular and um, keep building it. And I'll try and do some things uh, at each of these meetups as well, just to make it, I don't know, half interesting as well. It's not just a, an excuse to have some drinks. I'll try and build on it. But uh, yeah, time will tell with that one. Uh, oh, the other thing in the newsletter, which was uh, important noting is that um, I mentioned 
uh, I sort of alluded to giveaways that I talk about in this uh, these Crazy Talk episodes because I wanted people to actually listen to it. So there'll be people that get the newsletter that haven't bothered to listen to the podcast or the Crazy Talk um, and then vice versa. Some of you guys uh, listen to me waffle on but probably haven't signed up for the newsletter. So I'm going to try and get people to move back and forth between the two. But um, with that being said, I'm going to completely con- contradict myself because I'm going to tell you what was in the newsletter. Um, there is a challenge, a little competition that I've got to uh, for this newsletter. And I'll do something like this each month. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm going to give away a six pack of beer um, or cider, uh, depending on your preference. So yes, this is only for the Alcos, but I guess, you know, to be honest, if you're, if you're not, you know, you don't drink alcohol, maybe there's some nice non-alcoholic drinks that um, we could, we could substitute, but uh, I'm going to send a six pack to anybody in Australia. Uh, I'm going to get it delivered to your home address and free of charge, of course, you're not paying anything. I'm paying it all. I'm copping the costs. And uh, all I'm asking for in return is a, I want I want you guys to leave a message or send an email or a direct message or leave a comment publicly or whatever um, to any of the guests that have been on the podcast. Uh, it probably would be better to do guests that are more recent um, just to keep it sort of while they're, while it's still fresh. Um, but I don't really care. It all helps. So, um, you know, maybe maybe it's Tony Barber. He was on the podcast yonks ago. Uh, maybe you might message him on Facebook and say, hey, Tony, I finally listened to that episode from yesteryear and uh, love loved that episode. Thank you so much for those great stories, blah, blah, blah. Or it could be could be Rusty Young, uh, the author of Marching Powder and Columbiano. Uh, you could shoot him a message. It could be Leroy Loggins. It could be, uh, it could be Michael Cusack, uh, the guy who did the, uh, uh, what is it, the um, April Fool's Australia Australian version of Rick and Morty um, and also done Damo and Darren and YOLO and all that sort of stuff. Maybe you flick him a message and tell him how much of a sick cunt he is. Uh, it could be who else? Oh, well, it could be some of the more recent guys. It could be Daniel Towns. It could be Andrew Farris. It could be Joel Ho- Hoekstra. It could be Cam Knight, who's coming up this week. Shit, sorry, I didn't say spoiler. Oh, you'll hate me. Um, so it could be anybody. But uh, what I want you to do is you work out your style, how you do it. I don't care. I just want to make sure that the guests start to get things from people. I, I want people to see that there's a bit of love from from uh, the antisocial crowd. So uh, if you do shoot an email or direct message or you leave a comment on a public post somewhere or whatever it might be and, or tag them or whatever, um, just do a little screenshot and flick it through to me um, and you can flick it through however way you wish, same deal, email instant message or whatever, I don't care, as long as I know about it, and um, I'll pick a winner. I'll pick a winner uh, for, and I'll announce it in the next newsletter that comes out mid-April, and uh, I'll probably reach out to you and ask what your preference is, if I can find it, or I might just ask what's your preferred flavor uh, rather than brand. So if you're a beer drinker, I'll ask if you if you love ales or you like a lager or you like a light beer or a heavy beer or stout or porter or whatever, and then I'll, I'll find something and, and flick it over. You, you might have a preference. Let me know and I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, and same with ciders or non-alcoholic drinks. Why not? Let's include everybody. Uh, international people, sorry, but I'm not paying for booze to be, you know, shipped all over. Oh, I probably could do it, actually. No, um, no, I'm not overcommitting myself. Too early, Andy. Don't jump the gun. Uh, but my international friends, uh, look, I'm still going to do stuff. I'm still going to have giveaways, uh, especially in these crazy talk episodes. Um, they'll be a little bit, little, a little bit smaller, uh, uh, can, well, I mean, not that a six pack's a massive prize to win, but something different, something a bit fun. Uh, but I'll continue to include uh, you all as well. 
Um, however, in this instance, for this particular uh, little giveaway, little challenge, uh, I'm just reserving it for my mates in Australia to begin with. Just a bit of fun, uh, and I'm going to mix it up and change it uh, over time. But uh, yeah, so flick me a, a copy of any message that you leave any of the guests showing a bit of love, and uh, you'll go into the draw to win an amazing six-pack of drinks of your choice. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Um, oh, speaking of giveaways, of course. Let's, uh, let's announce some winners. So uh, the last few weeks I've been telling people, uh, yeah, hey, leave me a review somewhere because reviews help a lot, you know, on Apple Podcasts or Facebook in particular. They're sort of the big, the big two at the moment for me, um, but really you can leave a review anywhere. Um, it, could be, uh, it could be a blog post somewhere. It could be on your own little website. It could be on a message board somewhere. I know some people still use message boards, the old BB bulletin board. Um, it could be... Uh, it could be another podcast platform that has a review or comment section or whatever it might be. It might be on Reddit, maybe. Um, it could be a community notice board. I used to say that quite a bit on old antisocial intros. Um, <laughs> put a little thumbtack note on a community notice board and, and do a review of an antisocial episode. Why not? Take a photo and pass it through to me. It's all content, content, content. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Um, and uh, flick me through a copy of the uh, review, and uh, I've been giving some stuff away. So I had Adam from Brisbane uh, last week. He uh, he did a review for me, very gracious of him, and I flicked him out a copy of What Tomorrow Brings. And then for this week, um, I've actually got another copy of What Tomorrow Brings. I've also got The, uh, uh, the Art of Shredding, um, which is a compilation CD from 2006, which is a whole bunch of mostly uh, uh, no longer uh, functioning Aussie metal bands all covering Pantera songs, including us. We covered Shattered, and there's, there's a bit of a time capsule for Aussie metal there, and obviously a, a historical sort of uh, moment in in metal where it's an anniversary for for Dimebag Daryl. Uh, Dimebag Daryl, geez, Andy, I'm starting to mumble here of Pantera, who is no longer with us. Um, and I've also uh, included a non-music item. It's a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'll just even read the little blurb on here. Let's see. Um, Tiny changes, remarkable results. Atomic habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by James Clear. And I'll quickly read it back because, you know, why not? Let's uh, let's just keep this uh, podcast stretched out and waffling on. Anyway, uh, a revolutionary system to get 1% better every day. People think that when you want to change your life, you need to think big. But world-renowned, oh, God. Should I just give up? Habits expert James Clear has discovered another way. He knows the real change comes from the compound effect of hundreds of small decisions. Doing two push-ups a day, walking up to five minutes, waking up to, oh God, fuck me, waking up five minutes earlier or reading just one more page or maybe just reading one more word and giving up. He calls them atomic habits. In this groundbreaking book, Clear reveals exactly how these minuscule changes can grow into such life-altering outcomes. He uncovers a handful of simple life hacks, uh, such as, in brackets, the forgotten art of habit stacking, the unexpected power of the two-minute rule, or the trick to entering the Goldilocks zone, and delves into cutting-edge psychology and neuroscience neuroscience, to explain why they matter. Along the way, he tells inspiring... Oh, fuck... Man, what a train wreck. Just fuck. Just turn it off now, guys. Uh, he tells inspiring stories of Olympic gold 
medal. Oh, <laughs> now I've just jinxed myself. Olympic gold medalists, leading CEOs, and distinguished scientists who have used the science of tiny habits to stay productive, motivated, and happy. These small changes will have a transformative effect on your career, your relationships, and your life. And I'm going to stop reading right there. Anyway, it's a really good book. I've I've read it. Um, I've got this extra copy. It's brand new. I haven't actually read this this copy of the book. I'm um, going to give that one, give that one away. So. I just, um, so I've got three things there. So I figured if I get more than three, uh, reviews and I'll pick uh, some lucky winners and, uh, then I guess depending on, I don't know how I'm going to do this anyway. Uh, so I've got three people. Um, uh, so they've left some reviews in a few different places, f- uh, for a few different things. So, uh, it all helps. So they're all, uh, going to get something. I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. So maybe in the order of people contacting me and showing me the review will be, uh, their preference of what they want to get. So, um, first of all, there was, uh, Oh, geez. Let me, I'm just pulling up my phone here. Uh, so the first one was Mick Goddard. Mick's been on the podcast before. You can go back and listen to Mick on ooh, episode 38, maybe 38, or was it 36 or is in the thirties? Go back. And, uh, Mick's got his own, uh, photography business called Mick G Photography. So you go and check him out. Um, and he's been a, a massive asset to the Australian music scene. Uh, he does a lot of, uh, Bands that come out here, big international tours and takes photos for them. Does a lot of work for webzines and different publications. Uh, but he's also at a lot of local shows taking uh, taking photos for um, just countless number number of, uh, especially metal and rock uh, Australian bands, local bands. And uh, they've, he's helped a lot of these bands uh, just have a far more professional uh look, um, online, just, just due to these amazing photos, he does amazing work. So, um, and definitely listen to that, that episode that I did with him, which feels like a lifetime ago. Anyway, uh, Mick, uh, Mick did a post on Facebook. So I'm going to quickly read this one out. Uh, Andy Dowling wants people to leave a review of his podcast and he will send them free stuff. I left a review about a year ago and Facebook won't let me leave another one. Boo. But I want some free stuff. So a share of his Facebook page, it is dot, dot, dot. Andy does an amazing job chatting to a great variety of people in his podcast, even me, a while ago. It's not an interview-based podcast. It's more like listening in on two mates having a chat at the pub. Give it a listen. I'm 99% certain you'll enjoy it with the metal horns. So thanks, Mick. That's uh, It's a big help, and I love when people do stuff like this. So... Um, no, it's not. It's not a review on the on the Facebook page, but it's a, it's a review on Facebook, and it's a massive help. It all helps. So, uh, Mick, you get first dibs um, of any of those three items. I've got a funny feeling that you already own two of them, um, and it may be the book that you might be interested in. But um, I'll leave that up to you. Maybe you need an extra copy of something. Maybe you lost something. Anyway, I'll leave that to you. Now, uh, the second one is from uh, where is he? Uh, it's uh, Ash Gray. Uh, from Moama in New South Wales. Ash has uh, had a couple of shout-outs in the past, so always a big contributor to the Andy Social Podcast. Uh, so he has left a review on Apple Podcasts. He helped me bump that fuckwit who left me a one-star review because he couldn't he couldn't handle that in his in his head that uh, my podcast had the wrong categorization. And so he just felt that it was important to make sure that everybody publicly knows that uh, I have shit categorization and I deserve a one-star. So... Uh, so Asha has done a massive favor by booting his review down by one, but I need a few more of you people to, to really sort of push this one down deep down, uh, into, into the abyss of, of, uh, reviews. So, um, anyway, but, uh, it's a great start and Ash has been able to knock this one out, um, of the, uh, preview screen on, uh, Apple podcasts. So thank you very much, Ash. Now Ash wrote, 
Uh, title was awesome. Five stars. Still my number one podcast. Glad you're back in action, Angie. Andy. Uh, it's in a great category too, I might add. Wink face. Keep them coming, mate. Uh, and you've got the metal horns, a thumbs up, and the little two beer icon. Two beers. Two beer or not two beer. Uh, so thanks, Ash. Appreciate that. You're going to have second dibs. I'll let you know what's uh, left over after Mix uh, had his hands in the mix and picked what he wanted. And third, last but not least, uh, and this guy's starting to get a few shout outs on the podcast. He loves it. I think he's, uh, you know, anyway, whatever. I won't keep waffling on. Uh, Andrew Shug from Perth in uh, WA. He has left me a uh, Apple podcast review for the Nod to the Old School podcast. So uh, he's done something a little bit different and I'm still going to acknowledge it because it's a massive help. And to be honest, uh, I'm pretty sure there's only two reviews on Apple Podcasts for uh, Nod to the Old School. So uh, please, uh, if you've got a couple of minutes, go and leave me a review on there as well because that is one of the the podcasts that um, has done pretty well for me um, but should be a lot better than what it is. Uh, it's It continues to to pump along. And I and I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, every once in a while, I'll, I'll see just one of the episodes in my in my stats sort of spike and I'll go, oh, where's, where's that getting posted? And, uh, I, and sometimes I can't find where it is. And sometimes I, uh, one of the guests that was on the podcast will share it and that'll definitely help. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I feel that there's so many people out there that have not listened to this podcast yet and would actually really, really enjoy it. So, um, so yeah, uh, if you've got a chance to leave a review. So Andrew has done that. Uh, now let me see, cause I've, oh, I forgot on landscape. Okay. Five stars. Uh, title is Great Little Podcast Series to Accompany Lord's Fallen Idols Album Launch. Album Launch. Album. Album Launch, Andy. There we go. All right. And uh, I continue. Uh, a simple podcast series of 10 episodes where Andy Dowling of Australian heavy metal band Lord interviews some folks he knows about their memories of mixtapes in the 70s and 80s. You might not have heard of everyone on the list, but they're all worth listening to. I particularly like the episode with Dave Ellison of Megadeth. Thanks, Andrew. Legend. Thank you very much. There's a five-star review there. So that helps. They all help. They they all help. And and please get creative. Um, it doesn't, I mean, Apple Podcasts and Facebook is just the easiest, the most frequent sort of platforms that uh, people are interacting and using. So it's usually the easiest to try and convince people to leave a comment or a review somewhere. But um, hell, anywhere, please leave a review. It pops up in search results. It's SEO friendly stuff sometimes um, and just helps with those weird algorithms, etc. And I just want more and more people to just stumble across it and go, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's have a listen. Let's see what it's all about. So, uh, Andrew, you'll have last dibs of whatever is left over after Mick and Ash have had a, had a, had a little, uh, look and made a decision as to what they're going to, what they're going to snap up. Um, but those three items are going to be given away this week uh, to you guys. So thanks guys. Really appreciate it. Now, uh, I'm going to keep this going. Same deal. I'm just going to keep doing reviews until I've run out of stuff at home. I've always got stuff. I've got heaps and heaps of stuff. So, um, I will not be short of things. So, um, just to keep the theme rolling, same deal reviews anywhere on the internet, um, is a massive help to me. Um, the best ones for me are Apple podcasts and Facebook. Um, but I am not going to discriminate. You leave a review wherever you can, and I will uh, be very, very happy for that. So, um, do that, send me a screenshot, uh, or tag me, or just let me know where it is. Screenshots are usually better. So flick it over, uh, via a direct message message, I should say. Um, and I'll, I'll keep a, keep a track of that. So, um, I'm going to have the, 
Dimebag CD again and What Tomorrow Brings again. Um, this will probably be the last week I do this, maybe. I don't know for those items. I'll see. Um, I've got a couple more copies, so maybe eh, I'll just keep them going. Um, and then the third one, um, I'm going to keep uh, in theme with books. I have a copy of some of you uh, self-development gurus and uh, – uh, sort of finance experts or whatever, or people, anyway, oh, what, shut up. Um, I've got a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, by Robert Kiyosaki. So it's a classic book, an amazing book. Um, and I know a few of you out there have read this and it's a bit of, been a massive game changer for you. Um, it is uh, from quite a few years ago. I think it was originally published in the late 90s, I believe. Um Let's see. Oh, why not? I've got it in front of me. So let's have a quick look. Uh, 97 was the first time it was published. So it's it's getting old now, but it is 100% relevant to right now. Um, it is, it just, it's a, it's amazing book that, um, that just gives you a whole different perspective of money, um, uh, the psychology around money, how you should look at money and, um, and how to just make better financial decisions and better life decisions. Actually, it, it sort of extends past that. It's a really, really good book. Um, I cannot recommend this book enough. It's one of those books that was a game changer for me and for a lot of other people. I think um, uh, Matt Haywood, shout out to Matt. Um, he was on Self Starter um, for his uh, property buying business in Victoria. Um, he's he's massive on this book. Um John O'Barwick from Tabra, he's read this book. That's been a game changer for him as well. I'm trying to think of a few other people out there that have read this book. There's heaps of you, I know, because I've spoken about this so much over the years. But um, I've got a, a freshie here. I've got a fresh copy. It's um, I don't even know where I got it, to be honest. Um, but it's like relatively brand new because I've got a couple of copies. So um, that's up for grabs. So if you're keen, if you're keen, if you're clean, if you're keen, it cleans on, on point. Um, if you can, then that'll be in the mix along with, uh, the what tomorrow brings Lord EP and, uh, the Dimebag Daryl tribute CD as well. So I'll have those three up for grabs for next week. So all you need to do is leave a review. And, uh, if there's three of you, then I'll do the same thing as what I did this week. If there's more than three of you, I'll pick three out of the mix and, uh, and either way, I'll I'll be unless unless I suddenly have this massive swell of hundreds and hundreds of people leaving me reviews, which would be amazing, uh, a good problem to have. Um, more or less, I'll I'll be I'll be helping you all out, so I'll I'll get around to it. But anyway, I've got three things to give away next week, so uh, up for grabs. Uh, now spoilers. Um, well, not really, because I mentioned it before. But uh, this week on the podcast, uh, guest for this week, uh, this Thursday night will be Cam Knight, the comedian, also uh, actor, TV personality, radio personality. He's been on a whole bunch of stuff over the years, um, and uh, I've he came over here a few weeks ago when we spoke about metal. Actually, for for a large chunk of of the podcast, um, he's a bit of a metalhead, and so we talk a lot about that. And he mentions a few uh, Aussie bands that he loves. So I'll I'll leave uh, leave that to happen in the episodes. You can listen in. And uh, we talk about his his new show, Straighty 180. Uh, we talk about um, his sobriety. Um, he's uh, he hasn't been drinking for a few years now, so he's talking about like what what that's all about and and how well, what life's like for him now. Um, and yeah, yeah, just a top guy, really good conversation. So I'm keen to get that one out and share it around. And uh, and as I mentioned in previous episodes, get a few more uh, comedians on the podcast over the coming months. And uh, I know a few of you have actually sent me uh, a bunch of different suggestions. So I've got a long list of Australian comedians that I've got to start uh, reaching out and having a having a chat to and getting them on the podcast. So some some really good stuff coming up. But yeah, Cam Knight's on 
Thursday night. So please get behind that one. Uh, do a little bit of a push and, um, I'd love to, I'd love to see you guys sort of help me do an initial sort of bump when, uh, when these episodes come out. So usually, um, the first place is I, I do post it on most of the social media platforms. Sometimes I forget and it's just hard to keep up, uh, up to date with everything, but, um, Facebook's usually the first place I, I drop drop the episodes and I usually use the uh, Wooshka podcast player because it's the easiest thing for people just to click on it and just play it instantly. Instantly. Uh, so yeah, um, I'd love for people just to be be there at around eight o'clock and scrolling through the feed and just, just bam, straight away, give it a bit of social media love, maybe tag a mate who you know knows that guest or likes that topic or that particular person or whatever it might be um, or just, just doing the usual, you know, uh, liking and commenting, or maybe you want to share it, whatever, it doesn't matter, but that all sort of helps give it an initial little bump, a bit of a boost and Facebook starts to go, Hey, well, this might be valuable content for people. So we'll, we'll, we'll start to, uh, make it appear in people's news feeds, which is always a nice thing. So, um, please, yeah, if you've got a, got a moment just for a couple of sneaky little clicks, then that'll be massive. Uh, so Thursday night, 8 PM as every, uh, every guest episode each week, uh, is released. So, um, looking forward to sharing that one with everybody. Um, speaking of, uh, the collective of, uh, you fine folk that tune into the podcast. I also, um, last week when I put out the newsletter, um, opened up a little Facebook group called the social as well. I'm going to keep uh, on brand and, uh, it's just a little place where I'm just going to dump some extra stuff in there. Um, there's not a lot going in on in there at the moment. There's only a few of you. Uh, I'm keeping it very small and contained. Um, if you have received the newsletter, there's a link so you can click through and request, uh, an invite or, you know, invite yourself or whatever, however it works, you know, you, 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 you go to invite yourself and then I, I look at it and I approve it. So anyway, it's a private group. Um, so no riffraff in there. We'll, I'll try to minimize it. Um, but I'm trying to keep it like a little inner circle of, uh, really cool people, um, relatively like-minded and, uh, just share some, some interesting things. So, um, please, um, any of you legends that are in the group already, um, and you find anything interesting in your travels, uh, surfing around the internet or just whatever it might be, uh, dump it in there. If you think of a really interesting podcast guest, maybe throw a post in there and, and do a link or a link to a video or, uh, you know, if it's a musician or I don't know, whatever, it's just a story, um, dump some stuff in there. Um, just make it really interactive and I'd love for it to become a little bit of a hub where, um, just, just find like cool things to share and, and maybe just, uh, I don't know, like just a bit of a community. So, you know, that whole community building thing. So anyway, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I've just, I've created a group and that's what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that and please uh, join if you haven't already and I'll, uh, I'll get you in there, but there's only about 20 of you in there at the moment. A nice little small community of uh, really good people. So I've, there's a little introduction uh, post in there and people have been uh, introducing themselves, which is good. And uh, yeah, keep it up. And I think that's about it. I don't think there was any other pressing topics um, this week, apart from um, the uh, latest podcast coming out on Thursday. There's not a lot else going on, to be honest. I'm not going anywhere. Um, there's no events happening. Anything that was coming up has been cancelled or postponed. And um, really, I don't know what the hell I'm going to be doing this week. So, I mean, I've got I've got plenty to do, but um, no sort of uh, events or or particular functions or anything going on. So uh, we'll we'll play this week by ear. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of things to talk about. Um, and I'll I guess I'll, I'll 
dribble on about it next week. So um, andydaling.net, of course. I mean, you guys know already, but uh, you can go over there. Uh, all my social media handles are there. Um, you can go to paypal.me slash andydalingofficial, um, and uh, you can donate uh, to the podcast. Um, that'll help me uh, build build this little podcast empire of my mine and uh, sort of fund some of these crazy ideas that I have for, for this year and beyond. And... Um, what else is there? Oh, just everything else that's on andydaling.net, just go there. Or you can click through the show notes. There's uh, links in there as well. So just lots of way to, ways to support me and the podcast. Anyway, you guys know the drill. Uh, until Thursday. All right. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Larry. Larry, please. <laughs>